welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. ComEd will never come to your home or business to ask for your account information or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. If you think you've been the victim of an energy scam, please visit ComEd.com slash scamalert. Just sent a text to uh, Dr. Kevin Mose, trying to wake him up, asking if uh, COVID, uh, if mouthwash can kill COVID. A okay. little time with some scope. Yeah, scope. Kill the COVID. A little Listerine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Whip, you were able to do a little yeah. lighthearted research there? Yeah, I mean, in my very quick internet research, uh, I have found that there is a study that said, yes, mouthwash, but it's, it's two parts. So, yes, it can kill coronavirus within 30 seconds of being exposed to it in a lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the uh, counterpoint is... Uh, from uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta over oh. at CNN and uh, a doctor buddy of his, Dr. Graham Snyder, the associate professor in the Division of Infectious Diseases at the University of Pittsburgh what School of say? Medicine. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, none of the studies show that they can reduce the risk of either catching or transmitting the virus. Inside the human body, the virus is constantly replicating in the upper yeah. respiratory tract, in the nose, the sinuses, the throat, bronchial tubes, and lungs. So you so might says, get it initially, but a bunch of it's going to get down all those pipes. Yeah, he said it's still all in there. It's still in your nose, in the fluid, in your vocal cords, in right. your lung airways. So that's the major source. So in your Listerine is not going to kill it. Got it. In you. Got it. So we're going to have to go with the Pfizer or Moderna option here, hopefully soon. Yeah. And but could you take the Listerine and wipe down a table? Probably. Well, probably. But uh, probably. I think you know, wipes for that. Now, if we really that go back, sticky. If we really go back, wasn't that what Listerine originally was invented for? Was a cleaning thing, and then people started using it as mouthwash afterwards? Either that's an urban legend, or that's true. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. But you know what? That sounds like something they would do in prison. <laughs> it uh, does. It does. How they get drunk on mouthwash well, and stuff like that? I, I do heard a lot of things. mouthwash grows hair on your tongue. Grows hair on your tongue. Webb, can you check on that one next? I that might did. Be a side don't, effect don't do you it. might don't not do want. It. Yeah, no, don't okay. don't worry about it. <laughs> you people are awesome. Yeah, holes are jammed. This is great. You're giving me so many ideas for me. <laughs> I love that. 312-233-1019. They say that 25% of people are planning to buy a Christmas present for themselves this year. The top three things likely purchased for yourself. Clothes, perfumer, aftershave. Yeah, you know, some aqua velva for yourself, Whip. I, uh, aqua velva. I have so much, but I can never have too much. <laughs> That's what my dad uses. That's the only aftershave I know. Ice aqua blue aqua velva. Aqua velva. Uh, my dad uses Obsession. Oh, does he? Ooh, by yeah. Calvin Klein. Yeah. Oh, he, he slays it with the ladies. <laughs> That's right. And uh, mobile phones in at number three. Hey there, Dave. What are you going to get yourself? Uh, craft beer advent calendar. Nice. Oh, that sounds really cool. I hear good things about that. And it's the gift that keeps on giving. It really does. Ooh, speaking of the gift that keeps on giving, Monica. I just bought myself an $800 Louis Vuitton wallet. A Louis get Vuitton it, wallet. I love it. LV it. Now you need the purse. Maybe someone else will get it for you. LV it for the holidays. Uh, oh, wow. Not messing around, Donna. I bought myself a trip to Walt Disney World. Walt oh, Disney World. Oh, okay. The happiest place on earth. Very nice. Huh. Becca, not quite Walt Disney World, but you love it. A doormat. Brand new doormat. <laughs> Wait, what's it say? Um, it says it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Ah, see? <laughs> Perfect for the holidays ah. this year. That is so 2020. At number three, you'll see Angela all over YouTube. What'd you buy yourself, Angela? A dash cam. There you go. Dash cam. Just go to YouTube and watch dash cam videos of cars <laughs> slamming into each other. Just hoping something interesting happens in that front of you, I guess. Crazy. At uh, number two, Greg, what did you get? 
I'm going to go out and get myself a remote starter for the car. Perfect for the winter holiday. I've been saying that for years. Mm -hmm. Perfect for the winter holiday. And in at number one, tell me what Pat is getting, Pat. A Peloton. (laughs) A Peloton. All right. Let me suggest one thing to you, Pat. Do not get on that Peloton if that banner song is playing we just played. You'll have a heart attack. (laughs) I like it. I like where your head's at. Start pedaling like a madman and give yourself a heart attack. Uh, so, I gotta get tight. Uh, we do have to get tight. Yes. Yeah. So have you purchased <laughs> it uh, for yourself yet? Yesterday. Oh, wow. 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 So, so when are you expecting it? Going on your first ride? It's, it's actually coming Wednesday. Okay. Are you going on a ride Already? Wednesday, or are you going to wait a little bit? No, right on it, right on it. Start hump day off right. So now, how does that work? Do you do you, you sign up for classes, and you, some of them you can do live, and some of them you can just download them or whatever? Yeah, they're all recorded. So actually, as you're doing the class, they do live updating on the leaderboard. Okay, they're and, all recorded. Uh, yeah, and you could you'll be like some of them are recorded, some of them are live, okay. depending on what you want to do. Got it. But if you get into like you know a class that's live, you're you know you're racing against you know five thousand people across the country, right, Pat? Correct. Most of us are like 50,000 people. Whoa. Where do you think you're going to rank on 50,000 people? I've done trial ones. I've been like 3,000. Nice. So I'm getting tight. Yeah. I'm getting tight. (laughs) My uh, buddy Airplane Bob uh, finished fourth. What? Wow. Well, put him on notice. I'm coming for him. Look look over your shoulder. Pat's coming. I'm flying right by. I'm going to hit the (laughs) brakes and fly right by. There you go. I love a little Top Gun out of you there. Thank you, Maverick. Thank you, Goose. Wanted to revisit it today. The George Clooney gave his uh, 14 uh, best friends $1 million each in mm-hmm. 2013 and has finally started to explain that story. You know, that had been like almost an urban legend story. Exactly. That he gathered almost very like movie-esque, James yeah. Bond. Oceans 11. Uh, Oceans 11. <laughs> yeah, totally. Gathered his 14 best friends around and he purchased uh, expensive suitcases and put $14 million, a million bucks in cash in each suitcase. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Gathered so them cool? all for dinner and gave them each a suitcase with a million bucks in it. That's amazing. It is crazy. It is. And he said, if you probably saw the story yesterday, he said the hard part of all that wasn't giving away the money. It was finding it. Yeah, He's like, cash. try to find $14 million in cash. Not easy to do. Yeah, wouldn't even try. So he started to explain all that a few years ago. Clooney's best friend, Randy Gerber, one of his 14, I guess. Yeah, Casamigos uh, partner, right? Right, mm-hmm. and, uh, and husband of Cindy Crawford. That's right. Shocked fans when he told MSNBC that Clooney had invited their group of friends over for dinner and surprised them each with a suitcase containing a million dollars in cash. In the new GQ interview that's out now, Clooney said that when he decided to gift all of the uh, money to his friends, he was single, aging, and didn't expect to have a family. <laughs> The actor-director is now, of course, married and has three-year-old twins. But he, he was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm going to give all my money, he says in the article, to my friends. Like, yeah. when I die, it's all going to them. So anyway, right. why am I waiting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to give it to them now right. so that they can really enjoy it and we can enjoy it all together. Yeah. So he decided to do it. Uh, and I, as I was reading that, my big takeaway on all this, and I don't know how you guys felt about it, but my big takeaway was... Who the hell has 14 best friends? That's a great question. <gasps> Who has 14 friends? Uh, 14 best friends? Right. That you're willing to give that much money to? No, just the 14 best friends. Period. Think about it. It's a lot you of have people. 14 guys. He all, they gave him all a million bucks because they're all his best buddy. 
And you know they're all jockeying to be the best buddy. Right. Maybe they knew something ahead of time, like be friends with this guy. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I'm the crazy guy. Maybe maybe people do have 14 best friends. So we asked 10 people off the air, unsuspecting, didn't know the question ahead of time. Completely anonymous. We said, how many best friends you got? How many best friends? Mm-hmm. Before we get the answer, all right, Whip, how many best friends do you have? Not just friends. Yeah, yeah. Best friends that, you know, yeah. think about it. If you had the money, you would sit down and give a million bucks to. Uh, do I have to say more than one? You don't? No. no not, I, I don't one, th- yeah, I think, could I don't be think none. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, probably one. One. Maybe one guy's getting all the money. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Violetta? Best friends. Best, best friends. Best friends. You know, um, it came time to give them your million dollars. You're like, well, they're my best friend. I got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. I have three. Three. Yeah. What do you think our average was of the 10 people we spoke to? How many best friends you got? Two. <laughs> I love three. Two it was. Oh, there you go. Two it was. Uh, I have the names of all 14 of Clooney's best friends. <laughs> oh, you do? That were reportedly at the dinner. They've also managed to come up with that. Of those, I'm looking through the names. You will know two of them. Really? Oh, see, I thought it was like that Hollywood crew. Yeah, like Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, and yeah. all those guys there. No. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I guess it was people before he was, like, super famous. I guess so. Okay. Randy Gerber. Yeah. Cindy Crawford's uh, husband and his Casamigos partner. Mm-hmm. Richard Kind, as you mentioned before, a, a workabout actor in Hollywood. Yeah, an actor. Then, guys, Tommy Hinckley, Grant Heslov, Michael Heslov, Ben Weiss, Tom Matthews, Waldo Sanchez, David Segal, John Lambros, Matt Adler, Steve Luckather, and Miguel Ferrer. Oh. Don't know any of them. Yeah. I like Waldo as a name, though. But each of them got a million dollars from Clooney when they showed up for dinner. Wow. Which, and I'm I'm guessing, I I mean, I don't know. I'm certain Clooney runs in a very well-heeled crowd. But, you know, for some of that, it's big dough. Absolutely. But to just show up to a dinner with George Clooney is nice anyway, and then to be handed a briefcase with a million dollars in it. Uh, Also from that story, George Clooney uh, says that he has been cutting his own hair during the quarantine, Hmm. which is probably just getting one of those clippers and setting it like on three and just running it over his head. Yeah, He's been cutting his own hair, and he says that he's really been enjoying watching Chrissy Teigen or do you say Tigan, respond to her internet trolls. Yeah, he gave her a lot of support saying, you do yeah. it. Yeah, because, you know, she takes a lot of heat, and he loves when she just gives it right back because he says, well, I take a lot of heat, and it's really aggravating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reflecting on his own battles, the actor says he feels like he always made sure to pick the good fights, joking that he has a stash of all the angry letters he's ever been sent. <laughs> so he keeps them, yeah, which means them they get f- to him to some yeah, degree. he's using them as fuel. I actually have these stacks of letters and things that my assistant calls the George versus the world stack. There you go. So Which weird. is kind He's... of like a passive aggressive way to say, it doesn't matter. I have an assistant who deals with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's find out the top three things that everybody else is talking about while we're talking about this. Hmm. What's trending on Twitter at the social media desk is Violetta. You ready? Yes. All right. In at number three. Quiznos is trending. As customers remember the chain's iconic 2004 commercials, which starred those singing rodents. Um, everybody's saying that Gen Zers would not believe that this is a real commercial that played across primetime networks because the quality of it is just so bad. I don't bad. even recall it. it. I don't either. It was like those little dancing, like... Dancing they were, rats? Yeah, and they were singing with like little guitars and it was like... 
You had dancing rats to sell sandwiches? That's yep. weird. Yep. So are they still around? Quiznos? Yeah, They're I actually just around? had Quiznos two days ago, and it was really good. I don't know if I could find a Quiznos. I haven't seen one for a while. There's hmm. one on Division. All right. Trending on Twitter number two. Um, So... One has to go is back at it. Uh, a list of four different companies, and one has to go. The list is Starbucks, Amazon, Target, and Chick-fil-A. One has to go, so yeah. that's trending. Yeah, you got to get rid of one of those. So everybody's debating, you know, which oh, one would you boy. take off of that list. That's, it's really hard. That is difficult. Although I would, uh, I'm still a big proponent heading into this holiday season to, you know, shop local. Yeah, give the uh, you know local a chance. Don't don't buy from Amazon. They have absolutely killed it. Yeah, they don't need your help. Same thing with Target. <laughs> and Let's try true. to spend your money locally. Yep. And trending on Twitter, number one. The Drake right here in Chicago is trending after offering a package that will recreate Princess Diana's 96th stay. It includes a two-night stay minimum mm. in a suite. Features a stationary bike, which I guess the princess had. Forget-me-not flowers. The official photo book of ABBA. And a replica three-course dinner that she had. Um, all of this can be yours for the low, low price of $3,200. Good God. Oh, that's yeah. cheap. It's a bargain. Staying like a princess. Yeah. She was on Peloton before Peloton was cool. Exactly. Just saw a story about a dad-to-be who thought it was okay to run away in reaction to his wife's pregnancy. She said, uh, hey, we're having a baby. He said, oh, oh, really? <laughs> and he got in the car and drove to his parents' cabin. Nobody heard from him for weeks on end. Yeah. Oh my Came God. back. He's like, all right, I need to manage my anxiety. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Glad he got that under control. Not the response you generally expect, right? Mm-mm. Anybody listening who got a strange response when you told him you were pregnant? Amanda. Yes. You gave him the good news, and what happened? He went out for a literal half-hour run and came back and told me, I can't be a fat dad. I can't oh. be a fat dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't so be a fat cute. dad. Did you say, uh, honey, you're not, but uh, it is inevitable one day you will be. Um, no, I was a little bit more supportive and said, don't freaking do that again. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. So, like, you told him, the moment you told him, he put on the shoes and went for a long run? Exactly. There was no speaking. He just got up and left. So, uh, while he was gone, for however many minutes that was, what were you thinking? Uh, I just kind of sat there in shock. was like, well, okay, this just happened. Right, right. Um, I hope he's coming it back. It is right. 9.30 at night, and um, yeah. Right, right. I'm going for a late midnight run. Right. Okay. I'll be back Thursday. <laughs> just going to run until my legs fall off. You just never know. 312-233-1019. Anybody listening who? The strange response. You told him you were pregnant, Shannon. Well, at first he thought I was joking, and then he said, we can't live here. We have to move. We have to move. Oh. <laughs> we have to move uh, th- because? Well, we, I don't know. I mean, we have a three-bedroom house, and we have one other one, but he, he feels like it's too cramped. It's too cramped. I'm going to need to be able to get far, far away from the crying and the spitting up. Right. Yeah, I guess that's it. We have to move. Whip, if I were to ask you, yes. at what age do men begin to buy their own underwear oh. for themselves? Uh, <laughs> you're like, you're right. It's time for me to start buying my own underpants. Yeah. I really have to think about this. No, you don't. I, I kind of do. Do you even buy your own underwear now? Uh, I do, but I also tend to get it as like a Christmas gift sure. sometimes as like but a just throw-in. generally at what yeah, age no, no, you guys yeah. go, all right, uh, now it's my responsibility. Uh, uh, like 17? Wrong, 19. Ah, okay. Close, though. All right. Violetta, at what age do girls start buying their own underwear as though to say, all right, this is my thing now, I'm taking this over? 12. 
13. Oh. Uh, and why is this? At 19, young men go on a boxer and brief buying binge, <laughs> buying up to 31 pairs a year for the next four years of their life. That never happened to me. There was never a time where I would buy 31 pair of underwear in a year. I might buy 31 pair of underwear over the course of 10 years. Oh. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> this is bringing back a couple of memories. For some reason... And are they a pair, really? Anyway, go well, ahead. Yeah, I don't know why the word pair, but yeah. that's what people say, you know, so right. go with it. Uh, I do remember I one time met a woman who worked for Joe Boxer, and she brought right. me and some friends to, like, the Joe Boxer place where they, like, cool. made them or whatever. Right. Like, that was what like I Like the bin- factory? Yeah. I can't, it, was like a, it was like a warehouse or something, and right. it was in the merchandise mart, as I recall. But anyway. She's like, help yourself to whatever you like. Yeah, so that was the only underwear binge I can recall going on. Wait, What's did be- you? Yes. I just have a quick We're question. For, okay, here. never oh. mind. Go ahead. I was just wondering, did you date this woman? No, didn't date her, oh, but, okay. uh, you know. I All was right. curious. Yeah. What's behind this sudden urge for underwear? According to the survey, men are stocking up on underwear at that time of your life from 19 to 23, 31 pairs a year to lure a potential mate. Mm-hmm. Underwear purchases by men start tapering off at around the age of 23 and continue the downward trajectory for the next decade. By the time guys hit 40, they don't even have any underwear anymore. So, all that being said, when you go to buy it, you know, they got to be something creative, something interesting, something out of the ordinary. 312-233-1019. What's on your underwear right now? What are you sporting? Got something going? Got Aquaman going? A little Aquaman. That'd be cool. Something like that. Do women have things on their underwear? Like different yeah. pictures? Like, uh, yeah, I think like patterns. Like you could have cheetah you or cheetah. you could have like little I wa- bows. I want somebody who's got an actual cheetah. <laughs> a cheetah. <laughs> There's an actual cheetah on there. That would be on- uh, that would be awesome. Any pictures on there? You know, something superstitious that you might have that you wear? Emojis? Emojis. Emojis. Yeah. Maybe you have um, Star Wars? Uh, what do you have uh, right now? Uh, Kate, your theme is what? I actually have the leg lamp from a Christmas story on my underwear right now. There you now. go, the leg, leg lamp. lamp. Everybody loves the leg lamp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what caused you to choose that one today? I Well, I saw them, and it says Fred Gilly around the waistband, and I figured that was kind of perfect. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, now, would you ever wear those in March, let's say? Sure, why not? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Spirit the holidays. Oh, Whip's going to want to know where you bought these, All Kelly. Right. Hi, Kelly. Hi, good morning. Uh, On the underwear. (laughs) The office. The office. Nice. Is it just say like the logo of the office or something else? No, there's there's a post-it note, a coffee cup, some of the famous sayings. They're... They're amazing. They make me happy. They're amazing. That's no great. doubt. See, now that's the great thing about theme underwear because they make you happy. Yeah. Because you can walk around all day and you know something the rest of the world doesn't know and you feel good about mm-hmm. it, right? Like a little secret. It is. Yeah. It's like you're holding a little office secret in your pants. Great. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, sound that, right. That, that came out funny. Uh. What perfume are you going to buy yourself for Christmas? Because uh, earlier this morning, research shows that's uh, number two on the list of things you're going to buy yourself. Yeah. It turns out that pretty much any pleasant odor increases a man's arousal level. But if you want to get more specific, <laughs> Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation in Chicago mm-hmm. reports increases in male excitement range from about 3% if your perfume has a hint of cranberry, floral perfumes, or cheese pizza. 
so weird. In that order. But an amazing 40% increase in arousal level for lavender and what food? And they say you mix it together. Yeah, mix it all together. The smell of lavender and what food that's relevant right now, Catherine? Pumpkin pie. Exactly correct. You smell like lavender and pumpkin pie. We can't keep our hands off you. Oh, that's good to know. I don't know that. Can you go into a scent shop and go, what do you have in the lavender pumpkin pie category? I mean, there are fall scents, like kind of cinnamony, sweet, like pumpkin. I guess that would work. Hmm. How's your morning going, Catherine? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Let me ask you this, uh, Catherine. Do you uh, do you like the smell of cherries? Yeah, they're all right. How about the smell of barbecued meat? <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you might be the exception to the rule because, on the other hand, women in the study actually experienced a reduced level of excitement if a man smelled like barbecued meat or cherries. I could see that. They don't want us to smell like brisket, Whip. Yeah. Maybe it, that's just got like uh, like you're compartmentalizing. You know, I like it to eat, but I don't like it to smell on you. Uh, I guess so. Maybe. Oh. So, guys, if you're going to get yourself a cologne, avoid barbecued meat cologne. The Ozarks will pay you $10,000 to move there during the pandemic. Oh. Wow. If you want to. Okay. The Northwest Arkansas Council shelling out more than a million in the next six months to attract top talent to the charming small towns within the Ozark Mountains. All right, well. I might, I might do that. I Why not? Yeah. Thinking about that. Then this, you know, with the holiday coming up, Thanksgiving, the CDC suggests Americans ditch singing, loud music, and alcohol for the holidays due to the <laughs> pandemic. All right, That's well. just insane. Good I, I luck. sort of, uh, I could see where they're probably going with the alcohol. I could see where they're maybe going with the singing, but what with the lo- what's with the loud music? I, I, don't, I don't know why on the, on the loud music. <laughs> I don't know All why that is. Okay. Encourage guests to avoid singing or shouting, especially indoors. Keep music levels down so people don't have to shout oh. or speak loudly to be heard, thus, you know, really expelling yeah. those droplets. Yeah. yeah. Shout. <laughs> like and then that. finally, listen to this Fist bumps are dangerous too. Says oh. pharmacologist. Oh, no. Like from the club, the fist bump? No, instead of a handshake, you know, the fist oh. like the club. Yeah. The fist bump. <laughs> no, she was doing like fist bumps in the air. humans, Violetta, <laughs> not dancing at the club. I was like, what's wrong with this uh, move? Yeah. It's a classic. Fist bumps are dangerous, too, says pharmacologist. A lot of people are thinking, I got an idea. Fist bumps or what they do on cruise ships is called a cruise tap, but it turns out maybe that doesn't work so well after all. Oh, no. To everyone's surprise, the fist bump actually is pretty good at transmitting the virus. Really? Yeah, I mean, you're still touching what? the person. Yeah, but what? barely, barely. <laughs> so I thought all those being said, plus with all the developments, I just called, that's why I called Dr. Kevin Mills. Oh, cool. Yeah, what do you have to say? The chief medical officer with Northwestern Medicine at Central DuPage Hospital. Let's get his take on a couple of quick things here. Uh, hi, Dr. Most. Good morning, guys. How are you all doing? Well, I don't know how we're doing because, uh, first of all, now we can't <laughs> sing, play loud music, or drink booze for the holidays. Do you recommend any of those things or avoiding all those things? Well, you know, when when Whip was saying, I wonder why the loud music, if you think about how close you get to people when you're when there's loud music. So it it definitely makes sense that we want to spread people out, keep it quiet. Uh, But I'll tell you, Thanksgiving really is a big concern for all of us in the healthcare field right now. How many people will be in the most house? 
That's not easy to say, no. by the way. Yeah. The most house. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so normally I would have about 20, oh. and now it's probably going to be either one or four. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. All right. As in one or four people? Correct. Practicing what you preach, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, just making yeah. sure, yeah. All right. What about yeah. that story from a pharmacologist at UNC that says fist bumps could be dangerous, too? Should we stop fist bumping? I know we stopped shaking hands, but is this next? Yeah, you know, I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest with you, of the study, to be honest with you. I still think we need some connection. Mm -hmm. You know, hand shaking obviously is worse because then the virus is on your palm and you touch your face with your palm. With the fist bump, it's on the back of your fist. And actually, we tell everybody, anytime you have any communication like that, just wash your hands really quickly. Um, People may be within six feet, but it's for such a brief moment. So I don't put a lot of credence into the knocking down the fist bump. As a matter of fact, I continue to encourage it. All right. Dr. Most, I want you to clear something up and or, or just give your take because we trust you. Uh, now, I've heard a lot of people in life, just people I talk to on the street or whatever, in life, actively dismissing the Illinois COVID numbers right now because they have added in probable cases to confirmed cases. So... Um, would you think that that is a reason to dismiss the numbers or do you think the numbers are still legitimate even with probable being added in? And while you're at it, could you explain to us Jeez. what they're doing? Maybe 60 minutes? Jeez. Well, I, I, yeah. I guess just clear this up for right. us. Yeah, Whip. So I, I'm looking at, if you look at numbers overall, certainly they might be from actual testing numbers, we might be elevated. People under investigation, we call them PUIs. In other words, they have some symptoms, but their initial tests are negative. They're being lumped in as potential or probable positives. That being said, we still know we have a whole bunch of asymptomatic people out there that actually have the illness, which we haven't even tested. So we really think our number of reporting number is not even close to being accurate. Some people are saying, well, you elevated it with the PUIs, and I'll counter saying, yeah, but we haven't even captured a lot of the asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. So, so you think they offset kind of? Correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely offset. All right. And, uh, oh, sorry. So what I was, was the good. second part of your question? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think know. that was all one. Explain it was, and tell okay. us why we should or shouldn't dismiss the number. But you did a great job. Yes, we Got it. Okay. Uh, doctor, I wanted to know about the new Pfizer results. And, you know, are you looking forward to the possibility of having some by December and the 95% effectiveness? What do you make of all that? Yeah, Violetta, that's probably the most promising thing we're seeing right now. If you look at Pfizer, when they first came out, they said it's about a 90%. That's when they were looking at their initial. Now that they've looked at the entire study, it's 95% effective. They've fully finished all their paperwork, so they will file for an EUA tomorrow. So if they file tomorrow, we will probably have vaccine in the hands of healthcare workers probably in late to mid-December. The downside about Pfizer is it has to be stored at minus 70, but they have 50 million doses. So we'll figure out how to distribute it. The other thing encouraging there is AstraZeneca as well as Moderna's results are now really starting to look phenomenal. So we'll probably be talking about billions of doses being available probably April, May, June of next year, which is really promising. Now, you had mentioned before in regards to that that some of those require a second six-month booster, and that uh, there, I think it was the Johnson & Johnson doesn't. Is it is that all still the same? Yeah, that's the bad thing, Eric. You're right. Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca are two, anywhere from 21 to 28 days apart. Everyone is 
biting their tongues waiting to see if Johnson and Johnson comes out with good results because that's the one that's a single dose. And we really have to realize how important it is to get the second dose, that booster. Mm -hmm. And we know the compliance goes down because sometimes people get a sore arm and they don't feel good. And they say, I'm not going to get that second dose. And then we really just waste that dose. Right. That's, it's crazy how all this is going on. And, you know, we keep hearing about hospitalizations going up. I saw the story yesterday because, uh, you know, my dad lives in Morris. And they said the Morris Hospital only had three beds left at one point. Are you experiencing the same thing in your hospital? Are beds at a premium right now with the, the numbers that we're seeing? Absolutely. Beds are at a premium and nurses are at a premium. So mm-hmm. today, this morning, we're at 106. Remember, we hit our low of eight. So mm-hmm. we're at 106 right now. We actually have uh, needed to put some adults into a wing of pediatric beds we, where we've removed all the children, locked off that wing, and put adults in there. And uh, we're really looking now at our surgery schedules as well as far as patients who are here for elective surgery but may need an overnight stay because the hospital is full probably by, you know, 11 o'clock at night and then stays full again all the way until the next day. So we are seeing some big increases. All right. So continue to practice smart behavior, particularly over the holidays, get through this little patch here and hope for the best when it comes to this vaccine, which appears to have a great success rate and hope that we get it. You know what I saw yesterday real quickly, though, uh, before you go, in regards to the restaurants, we talk about that all the time. We talk about the outdoor dining. Now that we're getting into cold months and they're dropping the, the walls and it's actually worse than indoor. I actually saw a report yesterday, watched it, where they went inside the outdoor dining right. and checked the airflow, and then they went inside the restaurant and checked the airflow, and it was night and day, the safety levels inside versus outside in the tent. Have you seen that as well? No, but it's exactly what we've talked about. You know, when you're in a closed environment, you control the airflow. When you're in the outside and you drop those things down, uh, the sides down, you have no control. So it's uh, it's very difficult to to figure this one out. But, you know, you, I guess you have to go with what the government says because we really didn't work on that through the summer. All right. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Dr. Most, thank you for all the information. We appreciate your time. Yeah, and everybody, be safe next uh, week at Thanksgiving. We, I know the healthcare workers would really appreciate uh, not another bump here. And uh, go Longhorns. Hmm. Yeah, come yeah. on. How many points are you giving me? Uh, well, well, I don't have I need, very many points to give. <laughs> I need I need more than the 29 that they're offering. 29? Is that some kind of record? <laughs> oh, my God. What happened to happy holidays and your fellow man? Good God. All right. Thanks, Doc. Hey, it, it, hey, a Kansas football is just an appetizer for basketball. There you go. Yeah, there you well, go. Not my fault. <laughs> Didn't even know they had a team. Ah, that's right. Thanks, Doc. We'll see you later. Take care, guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Well, you know, there's some good news tucked away in there. For yeah. sure. He's got to get through this. Yeah, that's absolutely right. The Japanese have created what they feel is the best pickup line for 2020 based on uh, the research of Japanese sociologists and psychiatrists. Yeah. Okay. They have determined if you're going to fire one of these out over the holidays, you meet somebody thinking, all right, I'd like to take my best shot here. <laughs> you go with, this time next year, let's be laughing together. This time Aww. next year, let's be laughing together. That's Did you write nice. that down, guys? Yeah. Write that right one down. That is a yeah. good one. It is pretty good. It's not flashy, right. but it gives you that warm feeling like he cares. Normally, I would roll my eyes, but I uh, kind of see the logic in that one. For sure.
They claim that using this time next year sends a signal that the guy wants more than a one-night stand. Using the word together gives the impression of romance. And using the word laughing makes it easy to deliver because everybody is disarmed by the word laughing. That's right. (laughs) So we said, okay, well, if that's the best, how about the worst? (laughs) 60123, text those to us. We have our finalists now. I'm going to read these. We need to pick a winner. Okay. All right. Are you prepared, Whip? Yes. Violetta, are you prepared? Yes. All right. Let's uh, see what we have. Here are your finalists. Please pay close attention. You're going to be asked to pick your favorite in a moment. Mm-hmm. Among the pickup lines you received at 60123. If Corona doesn't take you out, can I? <laughs> oh. Oh, a little, uh, yeah. little Rona humor. Yeah. How would you like to be my future ex-wife? Heard that one before. Mm, yeah, yeah. that one. Hey, I just farted. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, Did you send that one in? Yeah. Uh. You're so pretty, I'd drink your bath water. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be willing to cut back my pot use if you agree to have a date with me. Okay. <laughs> Is your name Google because you have everything I've been searching for? Oh, God. If we filed a joint tax return, I could save you money. Mm-hmm. We don't have to date, but our wedding might be awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you my appendix because I feel like I should take you out? <laughs> and finally, nice shoes. Want to bang? Oh, <laughs> Gets right to the point. There. Yeah. Whip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The farted one. The farted one. Yeah. I just farted. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Violetta. I got to go with the Rona. If Corona doesn't take you <laughs> out, can I? <laughs> Swanee. Those are your two, two choices. If Corona doesn't take you out, can I? And I just farted. Let's get out of here. Which one? Corona it is. Woo! Yeah. Corona Good. it is. That is pretty topical. And, that, know, yeah. Yeah, the Japanese didn't get that one figured out. <laughs> if Corona doesn't take you out, can I? All right. Looking at our second update of the day as we keep track of Twitter all morning long, find out what everybody is discussing. You ready for the top three, Violetta? Yes. All right. Trending on Twitter, number three. It is Adam Driver's birthday, and it he is. is trending. It is. Mm-hmm. He turns 37 today. Watch this. Uh, Violetta, Adam Driver's character name on Star Wars. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, Luke Skywalker? So, no, he's not Luke. No, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try. Uh, I like the effort. Nice try. Um, look at Whip's oh, look of disgust. Oh, is he one of the nomads? <laughs> Rhymes with uh, Shmilo Len. One of the nomads? Shmilo Men? Rhymes with Shmilo Len. Oh, um, Milo Len. <laughs> mm-hmm. A Milo? Nap, tell what? her, Whip. That's Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. I've never heard of that what? person. What? Oh, come on. Ever. Kylo Ren. Okay. Adam Driver. Uh, trending on Twitter, number two. Oh. All right. Abe Lincoln is trending. Because- <laughs> <That's a> really- <laughs> Adam Driver to Abe yeah. Lincoln? Rhymes yes. with Dave Dinkin. All right. <laughs> because on this day in history, he delivered his famous Gettysburg Address. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was 1863. Do the math on how many years that's been. There you go. Um, the Lincoln Museum, though, here in, or not here, but close here in Springfield, is going to be displaying his handwritten speech, and it's trending right now. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the land of Lincoln here. Love to see that. And trending on Twitter, number one. So the Rockefeller Center is trending. After the Christmas tree went up in New York, the internet is laughing at it because it totally looks like a Charlie Brown it Christmas looks tree. Terrible. terrible. Have you seen it? It, it looks terrible. So they have a side by side picture of uh, you know the tree before it was donated and chopped down, and then of it going up in Rockefeller Center, and it just looks so sad. It and had everybody a rough trip to Rockefeller Center. It yeah. sure did, and everybody's saying this is so 2020. Just keep it up. 
Oh my gosh! So did they did they cut too many limbs off, or did they just fall off? Or I, I wonder why it looks different. So I will say it probably will not end up looking that bad once the leaves fall. The thing is, right now when they first deliver the limbs, it, you mean and the needles? Yeah, there are no right, leaves. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. The branches yeah. are like facing upward, so it looks really sparse right now. But I okay. think when it falls down, but as of right now, it looks really bad. It and does. you put up because uh, you know our tree is up here in Chicago, mm-hmm. and there's pictures of it now. Our virtual tree lighting uh, ceremony is tonight. That's right. Can you put up our tree side by side with their tree? Okay. The Chicago tree, the New York tree, and uh, let's do a who treat it best. Who treat it best. I love it. All right. Mm -hmm. I think we might win this. I like our chances. ComEd will never come to your home or business to ask for your account information or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. If you think you've been the victim of an energy scam, please visit ComEd.com slash scam alert. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.